It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Kyle Kuzma and Christoph Persingas have player options this upcoming offseason. We're going to explore factors that could change that or extend their stay. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to Locked On Wizards. This is your host, Brandon Scott, and my co-host and my guy, Ed Oliver. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So today, we are going to explore the play options for Kyle Kuzma and Christoph Brzingis this upcoming offseason. There are several factors that could prevent them from staying in D.C., and several factors that can have them sign extensions to stay in D.C. We're going to explore those today. All right, so first off, we are going to talk about whether the Wizards make moves if they are losing and what moves do they make as far as Kyle Kuzma and Christophe Persingas. Now, as you know, again, they are in player options. So it's up to them whether they want to stay in D.C. or if they want to explore the free agent market. Now, the first situation I want to bring up, Ed, is if the Wizards start out losing, there could be an incentive for both of these players to not want to enact their player options and go elsewhere. Now, you know, last season we saw a strong start from the Wizards, a 10-3 start. But, again, if we see a slow start this season, they may want to move on. So I personally, I can see Kuz not wanting to accept his player option. I see KP stand. Reasons for that. And uh, one reason that we're going to explore later, but um, I see Kuz, he does like D.C. from what he says, but he seems like, you know, he's more adapt for a bigger market, whether it's New York, back in L.A., you know, Calypso could be an option. So, honestly, if the Wizards, if they start out slow, I see Kyle Kuzma becoming a free agent, but I see KP staying, and the reasons for that, and with the injuries and, the, and a lot of the issues he's had in the past, you know, he – wants to find a place to kind of reinvent himself and kind of set up, you know, make a new name for himself. So if the Wizards start off slow, I do see Christopher Singer staying and enacting his player option, but I do see uh, Kyle Kuzma moving on. What do you think, Ed? Um, yeah, I think it definitely factors on how the season goes. Um, Kyle Kuzma, I think he loves D.C., loves the city. You know, you've seen him taking a picture with the uh, Cherry Blossom uniforms and you know, he's been kind of like a, a poster guy for the Wizards. You know, he took the pictures in the new jerseys, the um, the throwback jerseys where the blue and white jerseys from the old school jerseys, the Michael Jordan jerseys, the Gilbert Arenas jersey, the one that, got, that I have behind me, you know, Coron Butler's number, number three. So every type of um, PR, a promotional move for jerseys and campaigning, Kyle Kuzma has been the face of it alongside Bradley Bill and Chris Hesperzingas and Rui Hajimura as well. 
Um, so I think there's good incentive for him to stay here. I think he's revitalized his career, like you said. Um, coming to DC, coming from the Lakers, where he was kind of he was kind of the forgotten guy behind LeBron, behind Anthony Davis. Where here he's had a bigger role, and he was the number one guy on the team when Bradley when Bradley Bill went down. So his his points went up, his usage rate went up, his three point percentage went up. Um, but it, it comes down to the money too, because like you said too, the player option is thirteen million dollars, and uh, I feel like he can definitely get more than that on the market, and he knows that too. You know, they already there's been reports that Tommy Shepard and Kyle Kuzma have talked about extension um, talks before. So, but one side, you can look at it this way, you know, I, I think he's way better than, than Bertans, but we've seen guys where, you know, you want to make a move before the contract ends where you don't want to overpay somebody. Now I know he's, ex- the max extension for him is four years, $70 million or a three year, $50 million deal, um, which I think he can get more than, even more than that. If he has a good year, if he has a good year, if he's averaging, you know, 18, 20 points a game or something like that, like he, similar to what he did last year. Um, I think he can get even more than the four-year, $70 million deal. So I would love to see him stay in D.C., but, of course, you do want to look at the other way that you might want to get value for him, maybe like a first-round pick or something like that before he does walk. But I, I really, I think I think Kuzma loves it in D.C., man. I think him and Bill Porzingis, they can be a solid three, not a big three. We've talked about that before. I think he can be a part of a solid three, and I think it would be in the best interest to bring this guy back. He's been a, a, an emotional leader, a vocal leader, um, he's clutch as well. He's hit a bunch of clutch threes for the Wizards. Um, dunking on Joel Embiid, the block on Joel Embiid as well, and that clutch game against the Sixers. The Bulls game, he was clutch, even though he lost with the De- DeMar DeRozan buzzer beater. The Pistons game, the clutch three in the corner. The Cleveland game, the beginning of the season, we were 10-3. and three. Um, That was clutch as well. He's hit clutch basket after clutch basket after clutch basket. And I think it would be in the Wizards' best interest to keep Kyle Kuzma, but I do understand both sides. But if the season goes awry, like you said, then – you know, you may want to retool because it's not going to be a rebuild because, you know, Ted Leonsi doesn't like to call it a rebuild or a tanking or anything like that. But um, you may want to look at different options. But in my, I would love to see Kuzma stay here in D.C. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I like I love Kuzma. I love his game. I love the fact that he's up this game since coming over from L.A. You know, I say a lot that, you know, in L.A. days, he was more of a supporting player, supporting gas, you know, a role player. And uh, in D.C., he really came in his own. Um you know, like I said, there's, you know, like you said, there's been reports he likes DC. You know, I would love for him to stay because um, it's been known that both him and KP have been, you know, they've had a good opinion about DC and wanting to stay here long term. But I think, I think the question is, you know, is it, really from a management point of view. You know, if they, if they start out slow, you know, and player options are funny because you don't really know. You're kind of putting faith that they want to stay. And as a GM, you know, if I got a guy on a player option and we're losing. You know, my first choice is to move him for assets. You know, right now, draft picks is an issue for us. You know, and and it can't. It's not to say that he can't sign back after the season, but you know, player options are funny because there's a lot of factors that can sway a player whether they want to stay or not. You know, <laughs> you love DC when it's all good, but you know, when you start out ten and thirty-five, are you still gonna love DC? You know, saying so that's the big. You know, the big question is, you know, is he still wanting to stay? So, you know. If I'm GM and we start out slow, I would move him for assets. But, you know, like I said, player option. So um, another option that we will explore is if the Wizards are in playoff contention, what could change with that? But before we do, we're going to get to betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, 
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sport and wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, Ed, another factor for us to kind of look at is what the Wizards are in playoff contention. Which player would you see them extending? Like like you said, you know, they're in talks with Kuzma for an extension. But, you know, KP wants to say you got to explore that too. And as we know, with Bradley Bill's Supermax contract, it's going to make things harder to kind of surround him with talent. And we have two guys that want to be extended. Which one do you choose? So my opinion, if, if KP and, and Kuz both want to be extended and stay in D.C. barring a playoff run, you know, it, it really you got to be kind of a wizard. You know, Tommy's going to be a, a wizard with the finances. You know I mean? You know, if, if Kuz wants to stay – you know, maybe he'll take less, but if you look at the contract for KP, he's already getting <laughs> paid thirty-seven mil a year. So, you know, you you gotta, you, yeah, you know, I got it up right here. He's making Porzingis is making this year. He's gonna make thirty-three million per year. Yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah, the player option is gonna be thirty-six million, sixteen thousand two hundred dollars. So basically, almost thirty-seven million dollars a year for that player option. So, I mean, if you think about it, you know. The salary is going to be around that area to keep him in D.C. long term. And with the development of Kuzma, you got to imagine, you know, he's going to ask for, you know, a little more than he's getting now. So, you know, if you had to choose between the two, who would you pick? Uh, it's, 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 it's tough. I got to see how the season plays out. But, of course, you know, I'll probably go with Porzingis because and you got to see how he plays, too. You got to see. And this is this is in the Wizards, Wizards' hands, too, because – they got to sit back and see how these guys play. You know, Porzingis misses, you know, a bunch of games. If he doesn't play 60 games, he only plays 55 games, knock on wood. Then the Wizards, you know, he I think himself, it would be best for himself for Porzingis to, to opt in because he's not going to make any more money. He's not going to make more than $36 million from any other team. I don't see any other team paying him $36 million because of the health and, you know, the, the injuries that he sustained, the lower extremities. You know, the knee injuries, leg injuries, all kinds of injuries that he sustained, torn ACL that he sustained throughout his career. And being seven foot three, a guy just being that tall, being that quick, being that nimble. We've seen injuries, unfortunately, guys who are seven foot three, seven, five, seven, six. It's just tougher for them to play that long and recover um, than, than people who are normally like six, five, six, six. Um, so the Wizards have to look at it from their eyes and their lens. What's best for them? You know, Porzingis has to look at it. What's best for him, too. So. But if he has an incredible year, which I think Porzingis is going to have, I really think he's going to have an all-star season. Then, yeah, maybe he want he may want to opt out and say, hey, maybe, maybe I can get more than 37 mil. Maybe I can get 40 mil. So he's got to bet on himself. Uh, but I think he knows if he, if he misses games, then he's not going to make more than $37 million. Now, Kuzma, on the other hand, he knows he can make more than $13 million. Um, you look at other guys like Harrison Barnes, I mean, like 18 mil. 
Um, McDonavich, they're making around 18 mil. Other guys, I looked at other guys' contract. You look at Duncan Robinson, he's making like 18 million dollars. Those are comparable contracts that I saw. Jeremy Grant, too. I like him a lot. He's making 20 million dollars as well. I think Kuzma's on the same level as those guys, if not better. Um, Harrison Barnes is making 21 million dollars a year, so Kuzma knows his market and what he can get. Uh, but if I had to pick one, um, I know it's tough. There's other guys in contract years too, like Rui's in the contract year. He's a restricted free agent. Will Barton's going to be a free agent as well. Um, so if, if the Wizards do get in the pinch and they have to decide because, you know, they definitely could be, um, they're right at the cap. I think they're over the cap as well. I got to look, I got to make sure and check that too. We know the Wizards, they don't want to be in the luxury tax as well, you know? So, um, I would, I would definitely have to go with Porzingis because we know his talent. We know he's consistently been played at an all-star level where Kuzma's had, you know, a good couple years and he had two down years with the Lakers or not down years, but years where, you know, he was more of a role player with the Lakers. And we know that Kuzma has, I mean, sorry, Porzingis has that all-star talent where he can be at times a number one option on offense. We know his ceiling, how talented he can be, where he can attract double teams. And he really, he can really take over a game. The last 17 games of the year, Porzingis dominated in a couple games. He dominated in that Pacers game. He dominated in that Magic game. He dominated in the Lakers game where he dunked on LeBron. Uh, he dominated in the uh, Pistons game, too, where he got hurt, rolled his ankle, and he got right back up and played. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what Porzingis can do. And we know that Porzingis and Bill, they can be a nasty duo as well. I, I the Potentially, I feel like they can be. I totally agree. I'm very excited to see these three work together because, like I said, I wasn't a big Kuzma fan when he was with L.A., you know, but once he came over to D.C., he really established himself as a complete player. You know, you saw a lot of areas where he struggled in L.A. really come to rotation in D.C. You know, his three-point shooting got a lot better, a lot more clutch. You know, his leadership, you know, his vision, you know, his passing got better. You know, you saw a more complete player. You really saw a veteran out of him, you know, and so I'm very intrigued. But like you said, you know, there's a lot of ifs because, as you you know, as you said, Rui also in the contract year. So, you know, how do they view Rui going forward? Do they want to extend him? You know, there's a lot of questions because, you know, I've always said that I felt that the Wizards kind of overvalued their players a little bit. And that's why, you, you know, very often not you look at, you know, a lot of not, not a lot of GMs are really struggling to try to get some of these young guys from us. And, you know, it tells you something, you know, we kind of overvalue our guys a little bit. And not to say they're not talented, is that, you know, I view a lot of our young guys are role guys, you know, role players. And so it's going to be interesting. You know, I would like to see, well, really, and I was thinking about this, you know, the question really is, is, man, is management going to the owner? You know, if you look back, you know, at previous teams, he's been very hesitant to go into the luxury, like you said. And I think that's a problem. You know, if you look at championship teams, you're gonna have to take that. You're gonna have to take that hit. You're gonna have to go into luxury. You know, Wizards fans have been saying that for a while. Go into the luxury. You know, I, I feel like you know, if you're really serious about making that playoff run and really bringing a championship to DC, you're gonna have to go into the. You're gonna have to go into the luxury tax. Mm. So, you know, that's my opinion about it. <laughs> you know, will he? I don't know. I, I, you know, going off past management positions, I see them choosing one or the other. You know, but. We'll see. But right. one more factor that I'm going to throw in there today for you guys is this. Kyle Kuzma is into the fashion industry. So will that be a, will that be a factor that can maybe send him to somewhere in maybe New York City in the offseason? So I, in my opinion on that is that's one factor you really have to explore. You know, as you know, Kyle Kuzma is big into the fashion industry. 
You know, he, there's this video on um on Twitter showing him going down the runway. <laughs> Check it out. He got the time. <laughs> but you know, nevertheless, he's a, he's really become a fashion icon. So as you know, DC is a smaller market. You know, it, it is. It, it's a big market, small name. You know, it doesn't have the prestige as you know New York City, L.A. They didn't come with the media, the New York City, or the, you know the fashion hub that both of them come with. So, you know, when it comes to fashion, I think that could be a factor with Kuzma. You know, he likes D.C., but D.C. has, you know, it has its pros and cons. You know, and that's why it hasn't really been a big free agent destination because it's not a big club in city, you know, it's not a big fashion hub. It's um, outside of politics. It's not a big media hub, you know? So I could see him if the Wizards aren't his first choice, I could see him maybe wanting to go to New York or maybe if he doesn't want to go back to the Lakers, go on to the Clippers. You know, I, I can see a, an LA reunion with, uh, with Kuz, but what do you think, Ed? Um, I did want to piggyback some off of some other points that you brought up about the luxury tags and, you know, Tommy Shepard and management Ted Leonces as well. Um, but before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by NBA Top 50. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Giannis, which NBA player moves the betting line the most this season? Locked on the betting line odds makers present the NBA Top 50 most valuable players starting on September 19th. Find it on Locked on NBA wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So, I mean, um, about the luxury tax, I mean, they're obviously trying to dodge it and they're not trying to go into it. Um, you know, like you said, the Warriors are a team that's just not scared to do that. And, and of course, you got to have a roster that 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 looks like they're going to have a champion, that they have really that they're really a contender. The Warriors are clearly a contender. Um the Bucks are clearly a contender. So, of course, you're going to try to get as many guys as you can get in that are, you know, all-star talents, you know, you, you that you're going to have to pay big money to. You look at the Sixers, or two, they're, they're going to go all in as well. It looks like the Nets are going to go all in with Kyrie, Katie, and Ben Simmons. Um, the, the Celtics and other teams are going to go all in, uh, push, pushing their chips in to compete. Um, the Suns, they're they're trying to they're trying to get better talent too. They're trying to trade for better talent as well. So, do the Wizards really have a roster that you want to go into a luxury tax? In my opinion, no. They don't. They just don't look like a championship contender. They do look like a playoff contender for sure. I think a playoff team or playing playoff team, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth seed, maybe fifth if everything goes right. Um, and that, that's that's my that's my outlook on that. So, I wouldn't go into luxury tax on, on this roster unless you really believe that you can bring somebody else in via trade or free agency. Um, the other points too, you know, Kuzma, Tommy Shepard, he really likes to reward his own guys. You look at Daniel Gaffer, he gave the extension, the three year, $40 million extension already. Uh, Thomas Bryant, he paid him early too. So he's known to reward guys. Davies Bertans at free agency, he rewarded Davies Bertans. So Tommy likes to keep his own guys. He likes to reward his own guys. And I think Kyle Kuzma is a guy that he really wants to reward the organization. They like to reward their own guys. Tommy Shepard got that quick extension. When we started off 10 and three, he had an extension. Uh, guys, a lot of people in the front office were getting extensions and whatnot. They're all celebrating the 10 and three start. So um, I think Tommy Shepard would love to keep both guys. 
Um, and then once again, Porzingis, you kind of saw his trade value too. So if you do decide to trade him and he doesn't play well or really up to his expectations, we traded Bertans and Dinwiddie for Porzingis. So it's like, how much can you really get back for Porzingis? Kuzma, I do think you can get a first round pick. Porzingis, I think you can get a first round pick too, but I feel like you should get more than that uh, for Porzingis for sure. And you got a salary match and diff- there's different factors too. So, and then some trades could put, you could hard cap the Wizards too, which they're basically already hard capped too, since they use the mid-level exception. Uh, signing the long right um but yeah it, it's a lot of factors that go into it but we know that the organization they love to reward their own guys and give guys extensions before Rui will see that's a big factor we'll talk we'll probably talk about him next episode yeah i agree and then you know it's tough to really predict this because you know number one they haven't played together you know so this, mm-hmm. that's the one factor but you know with the supermax we're gonna have to penny pinch and, you know, I didn't think about this factor, but I'm going to bring this up. You know, Gafford in his contract, you know, yeah, I believe it's $14 million going into the extension. But, mm-hmm. you know, it may not be too much, but when you're penny-pinching, that, that counts. And that could be a factor that, you know, if, if they're hesitant about going into the luxury tax and they want to re-sign Kuz, you could see KP get moved because you already got a replacement right there at center. You know, because really, you know, why, why pay – a center max money and then pay the backup almost $15 million a year, especially when you're trying to penny pinch already. So, you know, like I said, there's a lot of factors, you know, that comes down <laughs> to the luxury tax, but I, I, I want to see them going into the luxury tax, you know, whether it goes into making another move, but you know, you got to take risks, you know, he, he, he makes those risks for the capitals. You know, we, mm-hmm. we all know how successful the Capitals are. You know what I mean? Right. So you know, I would like to see that business model with the Wizards, too. I like to see that kind of that motivation kind of pushed us to be a, a championship contender. So mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. But I, I would love to see. I think if they had to choose between bringing back into, I think it would be Porzingis because, you know, that's you know, he, he, he provides the most, you know, the elite talent level. He brings that more consistently. Um, there are some numbers that he's had, you know, an effective field goal percentage over 50 for like the last three or four years. And we know how, how much how capable of being an all-star player that he can be if he can stay healthy. So he definitely raises the talent level and he's a guy that you can really give the ball to and be a number one or a number two option on the offensive side of the ball. And he's looking healthy, man. He's looking real healthy, bearded Porzingis. Uh, but yeah, I'll touch on the point that you talked about with uh, Kuz being fa- a fashionable guy. We already seen him with that long pink sweater, rock walking down the uh, hallway to the locker room. So we know he's an eccentric guy. He's a, he's a different kind of guy. You know, he'll, he'll blonde, he'll dye his hair like Dennis Rodman and whatnot. So he's a different kind of guy. Um, free agent destinations for him, if he did leave, I don't know if it'd be LA or New York. I know, I know Minnesota, I know um, the Kings really like, like Kuzma. Cause I remember when we traded for Kuzma, he thought he was going to be traded to Sacramento. So I know they like him a lot. Uh, I want to say the Timberwolves front office had interest in Kyle Kuzma when he was with the Lakers as well. Um, but yeah, New York or LA, he could go back out to LA. I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. I wouldn't be surprised if he went out to Brooklyn or New York as well. I mean, those would be two places where he could definitely focus on, on his brand for sure. Um, so that would be intriguing, but I would love to see him come back in DC. I think he's been um, a, a great leader on and off the floor as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if he's going to stay with a small market team, I can see him staying in D.C. Because why I go from D.C. to go somewhere like Minnesota? No disrespect to Minnesota, but, you know, it's, it's a small market in D.C. So, you know, I think the fashion part is it's something to look at. Because if you look at players wanting to be close to media hubs, you know, look at the decision of LeBron James going to L.A. 
You know, that, you know, being, you know, yeah, he has a home out there, but a big reason for that was, you know, he has a lot of ventures outside of basketball and LA is a market for that. And the same thing with Kuz, I mean, he, he has a lot of ventures outside of basketball where a bigger market like New York or LA would really suit him better for life after basketball. But as far as, you know, I would love to see him return. You know, it, it, you know, <laughs> You know, we've we've had a lot of characters in D.C. I don't know if you, you know, Clint Porter, you know, wearing mm-hmm. his, you know, the wigs, and so we've <laughs> we've had some characters, man. So it's good to see, you know, it's good to see that from him. You know, you know his character, you know his personality. You know, what's not to love about Kuzma, man? He's just, you know, he's just all around, you know, very impressed with him. You know, because like I said, a lot of people were judging him off of the L.A. years. You know, the maturity was an issue out there. You know. It's not so much anymore. You know, he's he's really created his own identity out here in D.C. So, yeah, I, absolutely. I would love to see him return. So, mm. Yeah, Washington the Wizards have had a lot of characters. Gilbert Arenas, Nick Young, JaVel McGee, Andre Blotch. Uh, we've had a lot of interesting, eccentric guys for sure. But I uh, just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. And for your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Locked on NBA. Locked on NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. Subscribe to Locked on Wizards wherever you guys get a podcast as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.